for the way that we are about to receive, for this is the way that will give us direction and inspiration for the new year that will help us prepare and plan and be better prepared, Father God, for what you're about to do in our lives in this new year, 2021. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Greetings to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome you to FHL Ministries New Year service for the year 2021. This is the service in which the Lord will give us the way for the year. We shall hear what that says the Lord concerning our lives, our families, our relations, our nation, our church, the ministries, the kingdom of God at large, which will help us prepare and align ourselves with his plans and the vision he gave us as a ministry. In few hours, the year 2020 will be behind us. And challenging as it were, the Lord has been so good to us indeed as a ministry, as a nation, as a people he has chosen. We are about to conclude our year of the Lord's favor. And this is our last day in this month of visions and dreams. I'm believing that the Lord has indeed revealed himself to you in a much greater measure, in a very special way. And you have had such an encounter with the Holy Spirit in your dreams, the visions he has brought to you in your sleep, in your prayers, and all the things that he has said concerning the new year and beyond. I'd like to encourage you to listen and take the words that you're about to receive into your heart. Allow them to direct your thoughts, your plans, and your, your actions. You must internalize and personalize the word so that it produces the desired results in your life. We have gone through a very challenging phase the world over. And allow me to say that I made a promise that I'm not going to preach not nor speak about COVID-19 and its challenges nor end times or things that I believe by now you've had so much about. It is my prayer that the year 2021 will be a very prosperous year 
for every one of you. It will be a great year indeed. And on that note, I'd like to encourage you to leave behind 2020 and all its challenges, whatever it is that you couldn't accomplish, that you intended to do. Focus on the now. Focus on the new year. Focus on the new things that the Lord wants to do in your life in the year 2021 and beyond. You do not want to use your past failures as an excuse not to receive a blessing from God in the now. You do not want to use your experiences and what you've been through as an excuse not to receive the very things that he had already pre-planned for you. After all, your steps are preordained. He has pre-planned your life. He has known you long before you were born. He says he knows the plans that he has for you, the plans of good and not of evil, the plans to give you hope in an expected end. If anything, keep your hope alive. Focus on God. Trust in Him with everything that you are. The one thing I always encourage our members is that you need to always have a teachable spirit. Allow yourself to learn, to be taught, to be instructed, be inspired by the Word of God. Never stop learning. There's always an opportunity to learn something. So you must always desire to learn new things, acquire new knowledge, even under such difficult circumstances. And I can tell you now, there are things that we know today that we would not have known had it been, had it not been for the COVID-19. There are new things that we have come to understand. The technology has advanced. There is now new medicine, vaccines, and there is always an advancement, an improvement in the manner in which we do things. So it is very important also for you to allow yourself to continuously improve in knowledge, in understanding, in wisdom. After all, the world around us is always 
evolving, constantly so. It is very important for you to allow such a change to take place from within your Zion. After all, change is the only constant. Change will always happen, whether or not you like it. There will always be a change. And change by its very nature ought to bring about something good in our lives. And that is why you ought to always desire such a change. You must, you must desire it. And after you've done so, you plan for it. You pray concerning the change you desire to see. Ask God to give you the wisdom that you need to make the right decisions. Ask God to empower you with the right understanding. Ask God to, to increase the grace that is upon your life. Talk to God concerning the very things that you desire to see happening in your own life. Talk to Him before you even embark on any, on any action. Don't wait until things don't seem to be working. And then you start praying to God. He must be part of the plans. He must be the one who's helping you with ideas, who's giving you the thoughts that you have, who's uh, giving you the ability to be able to design what is right from what is wrong, be able to make the right call at the right time. Use the word of God that you have to be able to align your thoughts with this and be able to do what is right. It is very important at this time to just put everything aside and just focus on the things that you're about to hear. Because I believe these are words that are meant to help you in your personal life. After I do this, the message I'm going to share with you learning to understand. Deuteronomy 32, verse 45, reads as follows. Moses finished speaking all these words to all Israel, and he said to them, Set your hearts on all the words which I testify among you today, which you shall command your children to be careful to observe. So not only that you're hearing the words that you're hearing for your own son, but you must command your children and your children's children to observe those words. All the words of this law. Then he says in verse 47, this is remarkable. For it is not a futile thing for you because it is your life. It is not a futile exercise. It is not a waste of time. It is not something that you must think you are doing in vain. You need to have this thinking in your mind always when you're listening to the Word of God such that it, 
it does not become familiar to you. Must sound the same way to them. But the one mistake you do not want to make is, is for the word of God to become common. That when you hear it, it does not do anything in your life. That would be a terrible mistake. He says, for it is not a futile thing for you because it is your life. And by this word, you shall prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. There is even a formula if you want to live longer as a person, as an individual. He says, by this word, you shall prolong your days in the land which you cross over to Jordan to possess. This is remarkable. This is, this is mind-blowing. Now let me read you also Proverbs chapter number 4 from verse 20 to 23. It says, My son, my daughter, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my ways. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. When you see things going wrong in your life, you need to pause and ask yourself how much of these words that are kept within the midst of my heart that I am now using today to be able to fashion the life that I'm living. He says, do not let them out of your sight. There is no way that you will say this man is around the corner so I, I can't see him now. If, 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 if somebody was to just walk out of this hall and, and go around the corner, he's already, you know, uh, obscured. I'm not able to see him or her. So, understand what this is saying. That you, at, at no given time, that you should let them out of your sight, out of your thoughts, out of your hearts, out of your mind, out of your mind. Keep them within your heart for their life, for those who find them. And have to one's whole body, not part of it. He says, these very words that you're hearing, they are health to your entire body. From the crown of your head to the very soles of your feet. They bring health to every bone, every flesh, every vein in your blood, in your flesh, in, in every cell, in every fiber of your being. The whole of you, he says, that these words are health to one's whole body. Now, when we say that you cannot be in Christ and afford to find yourself being sick. It is not just a, you know, a cliche or a statement that we're making. It is because you need to know what you have. That you ought to be full of life. 
you ought to be flourishing. You ought to be prospering. And you cannot be prospering when you're sick. There's no prosperity in sickness. There's no way that you can say that I am prospering and you know that you are unwell. Prosperity by its very nature touches every aspect of your life. Your finances, your health, your relationships, your work, your business, your success, everything that is you. You ought to just find yourself prospering. He says, above all else, above all else, guard your heart. That is your responsibility. He didn't say, I'll guard your heart for you. Guard your heart. Be, be on guard. There's no, there's no guard who will guard when you're sleeping. No, you can't say that I'm, 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 I'm the night watchman and your busy snoring. And guarding your heart does not mean that you ought to spend sleepless nights. He, 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 he's, he's always there 24-7. He never sleeps, no slumbers. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. It is you who ought to, to be very um, um, careful what are the things that you allow into your heart and what you do with it. Because those are the very things that can take your mind away from God. That can distract you. That can cause you to lose to lose out on something that is very special that God has already put. He says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Everything you do flows from it. Another version says, out of it are the issues of life. Guard your heart with diligence for out of it are the issues of life. So, make a conscious decision that come this new year, 2021, you will be on guard 24-7. You do not want to miss out on guard because some other sickness or pandemic happened and then your heart is now so much fixated on what is happening around you. And then and then you miss out on what God would want it for you. If you read from Joshua chapter number one, verse number eight, he says, this book of the law shall never depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night and observe to do according to all that is written in it, so that it will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success in your life. It shall never depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Day and night. Not only that, it says observe to do. Observe to do. Learn to do. Be a doer of the world and not a hearer only. If anything, do everything that you do in this year by the word of God. Because God said so. If God said so, I believe 
and I act on it. That is what will make you to experience God in a, in a, in a very special way. Doesn't matter what is happening around you. It doesn't matter how many people agree with you. It doesn't matter how many other people may be thinking the same way that you're thinking. It doesn't matter how bad, no matter how difficult the circumstances are. If God has said it, so be it. My responsibility is to do what he has said. And, and enjoy the results, the benefits of just obeying an instruction. Obey the word of God. If anything, do not do anything this year without inquiring from God. What to do? What next? No, every one of you may have plans. You have uh, expectations. You have uh, already, you know, um, 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 directed your, your mind in a particular direction. You have already been reciting. Oh, maybe this is what the Lord is going to say to me. Is this going to be the year of supernatural accomplishment? Is this the year? Is it the year of prosperity? How about how about unusual growth? How 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 <laughs> in everything <laughs> God has said, and I want you to focus on Him. That is what matters. I'm believing that the Spirit of God has spoken to you in one way or the other, and what you're about to hear who just help you reaffirm and confirm that which is said. The Holy Spirit is not the author of confusion. He's not going to say one thing to the one person and say something else to the, to the other. And this is what we need to always be mindful of, especially when we are in the house of God. Look at what he said in John chapter number 6, verse 63. It is the Spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. He says the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are mind. They are spirit and they are mind. Oh, that is just this just this this just says it all. This this is just what God wants you to focus on. Focus on the word of God. Be able to give yourself time to study the word of God, meditate on it, devour like a, a lion that has been hungry for weeks, if not months. You want to devour, you want to, you want to get to that point where you, you eat, you sleep, you walk, you speak the word of God like never before. He says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. That if when you may you may have been thinking that oh perhaps seeing so much has happened around me there is no there is no there is no hope there is no telling what will happen to to yourself no that's that's not that's not the right thinking not when you are in Christ not when you're receiving the word of God which ought to be nourishing you. 
that you find yourself flourishing, being full of life, and just living a, a life that is that is fulfilled, that you're content with everything that is happening around yourself. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. This is the very essence of life. After all, God spoke in order for him to create. And that is the, the very essence of giving life. You speak, even if things don't seem to be, to be going well. This is what we sometimes don't understand. But if you have been, uh, if you've sown something in your garden and you, you come there one day and it seems this plant is dying, you're not just going to say, oh no, maybe I didn't, uh, I didn't put the right amount of compost or maybe I'm not watering it. You know? No, you speak life into it. Amen. You speak life into it. You know, you're not going to be living and just be dragging yourself along like everybody else. And, and say, no, you know, things are tough, you know, circumstances are different, are, are very difficult. No, speak life into your business. And before you know, God will breathe upon it. And there is life. Do you know that you are a life giver? That you ought to give life to your son. I'm not talking about just giving birth biologically. But when you speak, the Bible says that the words you speak shall never come back to you for. They shall establish that which it is set forth to do. They will accomplish. So how about instead of running around all over the place, you begin to send words. You begin to speak. You begin to call for things that don't exist as if they existed. You, you speak life where there is none. You begin to say things that will, that will breathe a new, a new, a new life. That there be a new beginning, there's a, there's a fresh breath of life. Something new is born. There's no life. Suddenly there's a movement. You see, there's something happening. In an instant. Why? Because you spoke. Since the words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And this is what I want you to understand. That God sent me to you this day with his words. And this is the word that will carry you through the rest of 2021 and beyond. These are words that will sustain your life. These are words that will build you. These are words that will bring about prosperity in your life. That will bring about the change that you desire to see. That will bring health into your body. That will bring about changes in your family, in your community, in your nation, in your relations. The very words that you're hearing, these are words that have the ability to be. They said, that's no one, no wonder. He said, finally, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. It has the ability and the capability to build you and give an inheritance to all those who are sanctified. Gives an inheritance to all those who are sanctified. It is very important for you to pay attention to the very things that you are hearing. Words are very important because we are made by words. The life you are today is the result, a sum total of the very things that you have had, that you have read, that you have observed, and you internalize them. They helped you to make certain decisions. 
That is what got you to where you are today. Words can be both keys to understanding and obstacles to further insight. Sometimes, language can also be the greatest obstacle to achieve a dream or desired objectives. You know, it is very possible that we use the same words but we mean different things. And that could also lead to confusion, disappointment, frustration, sometimes even hatred. What you mean by the word you say, what you hear, it matters. What you hear, it matters. I'm not talking about different nations speaking different. That, that's a God confused them in, uh, you know, when they building the, 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 the Tower of Babylon, Babylon and uh, they, they started speaking different languages and everything. And, and then I think, even if you look at that very speech itself, when you look, when you look carefully, those people said we must build the tower to, to, to the heavens, to God, and, and make a name for ourselves. I, I think if, if anything, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't, they wouldn't take that, they wouldn't have desired to, to take all that glory for themselves. Maybe, maybe they would have done it. Perhaps that is the one terrible mistake that we make even today. That when we do, when we desire to do things, that instead of glorifying God with whatever it is we do, we're now focusing on us as them and seeking, you know, um, self-righteousness and, uh, and praises from men and, and being glorified and lose the essence of what is it that God wants for us in that particular situation. It is very important for us to always, always have, always have this thinking in our minds, in doing whatever it is that we're doing. Is this something that will glorify God? Is this something that will bring about His glory in, in my family or where, where I am, in my sphere of contact? How, how, is, how is this eventually going to change other people's lives? So I'll just say to you, Zan, as many times when you think or say the same words, People always have a tendency to hear different things. And that is where we make a mistake. If you were to just ask somebody, what does salvation mean? You will hear a lot of stories. What is redemption? What is sin? What is, what is love? No wonder people fall in and out of love like, like you know, they buy popcorns off shelves and discard it and go buy another one because they don't understand what love is. And they, they end up abusing it because anything you have that you may not know how to use, you may end up abusing it. And that creates a problem. What is a blessing? What is a blessing? To many people, have you ever wondered what, what came to Abraham's mind when God spoke words to him? When God spoke, when, when, it, when, when, I'm, when I'm saying that you, you are blessed, what comes to mind? Because that is what will make a difference. But you see, sometimes we get used to hearing the, the way it is. And it sounds common 
and we use to it and we miss what is intended. And that is when there was nothing else that, that God gave to Abraham. He spoke to, maybe I should read you in uh, Genesis chapter number 12. Just so that we are working together on this one. I'm saying that God spoke. He, he made such a promise through willingness. And it became. Now look at this in verse 1. Now, the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I'll show you. You know what I'll say to you today? I'm not going to ask you to leave your family. But get out of your comfort zone to the unknown. Leave the, you know, the things that you are accustomed to. Habits you have. The, the thoughts that are unwanted, that, are, that have not helped you uh, in, in any way. Leave the, 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 the certain patterns and habits and 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 uh, you know and, and the, 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 the thinking that is not desirable that is what is distracting you from receiving a blessing from God. So I'm saying to yourself that there comes a time when you need to make a conscious decision yourself that where I am, I've been too comfortable for too long. I, I, I do not, I, 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 I'm not happy with the status quo, with things as they are. I saw my desire, a change. I need something, I need something different. I need to experience God at a different level. Then he says in verse number two, I'll make you a great nation. Then he says, I'll bless you and make you, make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Not only that he has blessed you, he says, I'm going to so much bless you that you, you become a blessing yourself. How, how is that? For a life that is really, that is, that is, that is fulfilled. How about you start being a blessing and not be looking for a blessing from God all the time? Have you ever thought of how that will change your life? How about you have somebody in need or do something special for somebody? He says, I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. Oh, what is a blessing? What is a blessing? As many people, that's why I was saying to yourself that when you ask as many people what a blessing is, they need us the very blessing that they are looking for. And that is where the problem is. He says, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. It's not for you to curse anybody. He says, I'll curse. I'll do it, my son. Don't have to. It's not, it's not, you. It's not for you to be, um, 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 you know, um, you know uh, having such, you know, um, um, anger or hatred and malice and get to a point where instead of praying for somebody, 
you now want to be cursing me. No, it's, 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 it's that be far from you. He says, see, I will curse him who curses you, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. All the families of the earth shall be blessed. And that is what you need to understand. So I say to you that the biggest hindrance to experiencing the supernatural for many Christians is words that may sound familiar. And that imprisons the, 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 the recipient and, and it brings preconceived ideas because of the thinking that is wrong. The courage and insight are necessary to help us overcome these obstacles. This is my prayer that the wisdom of God will help you break down this barrier to experiencing the true blessing, a true blessing from God. It is my prayer that God will increase the grace upon your life so that this obstacle is removed, this hindrance is removed, and the barriers are broken down such that there is nothing that is limiting you from receiving a blessing from God. There is no hindrance, nothing that is hindering you from receiving from God. Desiring truth is a praiseworthy thing and it is a necessary attribute in our individual spiritual walk. So you need to make a conscious decision that in 2021 you are going to bring about as many people to Christ. Make a conscious decision today that in 2021 you will turn as many people to God. Make a conscious decision. It is a personal decision that you have to make. Instead of looking for things from God, have others find the things that they are looking for from God. Instead of you focusing on a blessing from God, focus on the one who is the source of the blessing. The true source of the blessing is God. Focus on God and not just on a blessing. Focus on God. Give yourself time to focus on Him and do everything that you do with that in mind. Because we are obliged to sanctify God's name everywhere. To glorify God with everything that we have. Let Him be magnified through you. Let God be magnified through your life. Let Him be seen through you. Let others experience God through you. Let everyone who come in contact with you have such an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Let it be their testimony that there is a, a visible change in their lives because they have come in contact with you. They have come to know God because of you. There are as many people, there are as many people who so desire to know God who may never come to know God until you speak to them yourself. So, this year, 
is not going to be a year that you can afford to be quiet any longer. You cannot keep quiet for too long. You are not going to be quiet and find your Zam bringing about the results you desire to see in your mind. After all, a quiet Christian never wins. In 2021, every person that you meet must know God. Let them know God before they know your name. Let them hear God before they hear anything that you're about to tell them. Let them experience God because God speaks. He speaks to us. He speaks to a man. So be, be, be an express image of who Christ really is. Give his will a voice. Be an epitome of his glory. God speaks more by your character than the words that you may say. So, if anything, let it be that people hear God even before you speak. That is how important it is for you to express God at various times, in various ways, and be able to allow others to hear God in everything that you are doing. Good thing is that, the good thing is that people are beginning to realize that as they focus on God, we have so much in common. Our differences are beginning to shrink. We're no longer arguing about semantics and just, you know, uh, 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 things that are not as relevant, but focusing on bringing about the, the presence of God wherever we find ourselves. And that is what you need to always be mindful of, that God uses a man all the time. And be that man that is ready for God to take use for the way to spread, for the kingdom of God to continue to advance, for us to continue bringing about this and uh, you know, the true gospel to our communities in our nation and wherever we find ourselves. Be able to let everybody hear what is it that God wants concerning their lives. The hearts and the people and the souls of our people shall be changed as they see your land flourishing. Amen. The land will blossom. Hallelujah. This land will blossom. Oh, that is just, that is just another revelation. Oh, you need to understand what God is about to do. You need to understand. You need to understand. Think like him. Focus on him. Bring about the prosperity that everybody is expecting to see. Be able to say that everybody is flourishing because I am that one righteous man in this place. As a righteous man, the Bible says, shall flourish like a palm tree, shall grow stronger like a seed of liberty. This land will bring forth its fruits. Amen. 
because of you. There shall be an end to this pandemic because of you. The praise you've been praying, God has heard it and He has answered each and every one of them. You must make your home as a tent of Abraham and an ark of Noah. People can no longer afford to continue perishing under your watch. Be aware that Abraham's tent was open in every direction, north, south, east, and west. Why? Everybody, every passerby would have had to come in and be able to receive, eat, or, or receive a blessing, whatever it is. Another that shelter in the tent, that is what, what will happen. Others be able to find a true meaning of life for what they're looking for. So make no mistake, be able to be that, that act, that act of knowing that everybody who's, who's within this space is under this action spirit. Is under this anointing, this, this influence, this, this presence of God. That, this always going to be. You know, can you imagine just walking and there's a, there's a cloud hanging around you that everybody has sitting or who's, who's just within, who, within, just within this, 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 this field of contact. It's under this shelter. Be, be that act. Be that act. That everything and anything that is in it shall be preserved. That it has lives. It has life. And if it's a seed for life, it's that. That everything that was, that, that would, 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 would come and, 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 and come to be, to be experienced of this same, is because it was in this act. There was this, there was this, there was this action of the Spirit of God. There's, there's this, there's this presence of God that, that you always carry with you wherever you go. Oh, that be, that be your testimony. The Bible says in Genesis 6, 9, that Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Can you imagine when this is being said concerning your son, that a brother Lalo is a, is a just man, he's a righteous, he's a, he's a perfect man. He's a, he's a man who's perfect in his generation. Oh, can it be that you, 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 you see how important this is for everybody to now be looking up to you and say, that is, that is our beacon of hope. That is, that is our yardstick. It is our point of reference. Look at that man. Look at what God has done in his life. How much God has blessed him. That is what God wants to do in your land in this year, 2021, that people may, they will hear about you. They will, they will see, they will, they will see the results of the words, the prayers that you're praying. They'll be fed not only just in this place, but the world over. That there be such glorious testimonies that the Lord has indeed done such a great thing in the person in their lives and everybody else is beginning to draw from what the Lord is doing in your life. You know, when evil, when the evil of the world threatens to engulf the world, 
a protective shell of an ark is needed. Be the ark. Be the ark. You know, when, when evil threatens to engulf this world, we need that protective. That is what we need more than anything at this time. That you become the protective shell of an ark and be able to bring about an end to the evil that threatens to engulf this world. And let me say this to you that God has impressed on me to tell you that evil and rebellion will increase but the world will grow a bit stronger. Amen. The world will grow even stronger. The power of God will rise above every form of evil. The word of God in you will prevail. God will rise up tall in you. Even though your enemy shall come one way, the Bible says they shall flee in seven different directions. Evil. You need to anticipate such. That is why the Bible says you need to put on the whole arm of God that you're able to stand when the evil day comes. Be more than ready. But you don't want to be ready for it if you keep on doing just the, the, the minimum, the bare minimum that you've been doing. You see, now I think, I think this needs a man or a woman of the spirit to understand. I'm going to say to you now, you know, my ruffles and babies, people may not be, uh, may, may, may tend to have their own thinking or understanding about it, but, you know, what I need to say to you, Zach, is it, you see, we go through this phase when we had had this pandemic, but this is nothing compared to the evil that's was to befall man. It is, it, is, it is just like a precursor of what was to come. Take it that it is a necessary evil. I don't know if you understand what that means. That this is a necessary evil to prevent a catastrophe or a much bigger form of evil that the devil was intending to unleash upon mankind. This, this, this is a, this is a, 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 a necessary evil. And sometimes, when you want to stop fire from spreading, you use fire. I don't know if you know about that. You know, talk to any firefighters. They go and start a fire. That will be a, a, a firebreak of sorts. So that the, the fire itself is not going to engulf or, or burn everything else on its way. That is the only form, that is the only way to have prevented that fire from spreading. So, understand that what you see now may, may not be all that there is 
as as yet. So you need to really be very prepared. And the only way to do so is to focus on God and be able to continue praying the prayers that you have been praying so that these two may come to an end without us seeing such a catastrophe. It be something that you understand. I don't, I don't, no, I, I don't always often want to, you know, um, um, uh, be the bearer of bad news. But, you know, we just come out of the mouth of visions and dreams. And I say to you that when you have such dreams, that God, either be from God or from the devil himself, that there are things you do that either will, will aid that dream to come to pass or you want to prevent it from happening because it is not going to be and it is not going to be good. So you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. And I'm telling you that now so that you're better prepared. You see now what has happened to every one of us to, every, to, 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 like, to as many people the world over. You know, year open times, people say, no, we were caught sleeping, oh, maybe, maybe, you know, God is unhappy with this or that, or maybe, you know, and, and, and it's not good enough. But we're now in a situation that we are complaining about more than doing what we ought to be doing now to direct our lives and the lives of those uh, in, uh, around us and everybody else. You know that we truly care about it be your responsibility to be able to take this very very seriously and take careful note that I said to you that the Lord has impressed on me there's a difference to saying that God told me now to some people that sounds better or sounds familiar but you see, when you say God told me, it sounds as if maybe he only just spoke to you now and all the while he's not talking to you. And, and that's not what, what I meant. I'm saying he pressed on me in my spirit to give you this message. And you need to take it very... I'd like you to read Ephesians 6, starting from verses 10 to 20 for yourself. Ephesians 6. Start from verse 10 to verse 20. A good thing is, Christianity is going to blossom in 2021. Yes. Christianity will gain more recognition and authority over every other religion. Christianity will be recognized the world over by those who are making decisions to create an enabling environment that we are able to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and in that we become the solutions that the world is looking for. We are able to give answers where there are many questions. We bring about the changes that people desire to see, as I was just saying to Ozark. We are able to use the word of God that we have 
to bring about an improvement in people's lives. Read yourself from Jeremiah chapter 16, verses 14 to 15. You can read also from Ezekiel 36, verse 8, in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 43, verses 5 to 6. Through this, the veil in the eyes of people shall be removed in order for them to see the truth of the gospel. That veil, that veil that is obscuring our people from seeing the real truth, it shall be removed. That they are able to see that every obstacle and every hindrance for our people are no longer going to just be tossed to and fro by every force walking and so that there may be such a change in their land, a change that is permanent and irreversible, that will be able to help them better their, their lives and improve in their situations. That veil is being removed, that our people shall see. That they no longer be misled or be misdirected by what they are hearing. It's always very important for you to remember that humility is key to working with God. Humility is very key to working with God. If, if you so desire to work with God, this, this year, 2021, walk with God. Be able to say that indeed I am working with God. Do not miss God for anything. Hear God in everything. So it is left to be said that it is your responsibility, therefore, to leave everything to God. I'm so very convinced in my spirit that all the people shall serve the Lord with one consent. One heart, one mind, one purpose. Christians the world over will stand together in unity like never before. Zephaniah 3 9 says, For then I will restore to the peoples a pure language that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one account to send him with one account. There is so much that we can do if we are walking in unity, if we are in one account, if we are of one purpose, of one man, one thinking. We all very, so very convinced that you have that conviction in your spirit that the word of God is the only, is the only authority on this earth. There is no other. Let it be that that, that, that becomes the thinking of man everywhere. Yes, there are laws. But the one law that is above every other law is the word of God. It supersedes every other law. When you understand what it is, you'll be able to use it for what it is. It is not that when Jesus Christ was walking on water, there was no law of gravity. The law of gravity existed. It still exists even today. 
But the law of the spirit of life, the law of the word of God that you have, it defies the gravity. Yes.